Hello Voices, my name is Joe Choi and I'm a multi-award-winning voiceover and host of a voiceover's audio adventure podcast. A bi-weekly show where I learn about the voiceover and audio industry and share with you all the stories, tips and tricks along the way. Radio Presenting A radio presenter is a person who has an on-air position in radio broadcasting. We've all listened to the radio at some time in our life and all have our favourite presenters and favourite radio shows. This is an area I've always wanted to know more about. With so many voiceovers coming from this world or going into it, I wanted to know more. I wanted to learn about the skills needed to be successful in radio, transferable skills between the two roles and ways to develop. Today's adventure is about, you guessed it, radio presenting. And I'll be speaking with the award-winning radio presenter and host, Ramel London. Yeah, so how you been? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I need to take one off. Can't hear myself. Yeah, um, yeah I've been good. Just, yeah. Um, yeah, as you can see by my delayed... I can hear by your voice. Your voice sounds... Is your voice always like that? How do you like, mean? raspy. Raspy. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit... It's a little bit um, raspier than usual today. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I did a voiceover earlier. I did a voiceover yesterday. Like, yeah, um, it's been like full on with voiceovers, <laughs> being yeah. out, events and stuff. So yeah, it's yeah. been... Busy, you went to the Bathurst the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, was how, for how was um, a show I do on CBBC that I voice. So uh, yeah, it was good. We didn't win, but it was it was really, really, really good. So mm. that was a nice experience. So yeah, how have you been? Oh, I've been, yeah, working. Just working, working, working. <laughs> That's great. Busy, trying to, yeah, just trying to be great like you, you know? <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. You That's are great. It. You are great Thank already. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so as I always do, I like for the guests to introduce themselves and um, what it is you do. Cool. Uh, so my name is Ramel London. I am a TV radio presenter, voiceover artist, as well as host. So uh, you can currently find me on Capital Extra. I voice a show on CBBC called Gym Stars. And I'm literally everywhere when it comes to hosting around London, the UK, all that good stuff. So how did it all start for you? How did you get into um, radio presenting? Um, So I went the really traditional route. I went to the University of Leeds. I studied broadcast journalism. Um, I really knew I wanted to do... TV and radio broadcasting. Um, the main thing is that I knew I wanted to be a performer of some kind, but it was just figuring out what. And I originally was like a musical theatre girl, acting, singing, dancing, all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I did athletics as well, which was really like quite a big part of my my like teenage life. But it felt like it was really easy for me to be on screen be behind a mic like those kind of things were really easy whereas like acting singing dancing it, it requires a lot of training and like a lot of rehearsal time and all that kind of stuff and radio without sounding like you know full of myself <laughs> it was just something I found really easy and fun so yeah. it didn't really require that much like um you know hype to get me confident behind a mic so that was something I really really enjoyed and so glad I did it at uni as well do you feel that, you know, you, you said that it was pretty natural to you 
do you think that's also in tandem with the training you were getting or do you think it's just something that was in you all the time um I will say while I was at uni, I didn't enjoy the course because it wasn't as performance based as I thought. Um, it was more theory. So we learned a lot about, um, you know, documentary making, which I'd love now. I'm grateful for now. But at the time I was like, when am I getting in front of the camera? When am I getting behind the mic? So we were learning how to set up uh, like, you know, equipment. We were learning, like, I'm talking tripod camera <laughs> and I'm like, I do not care. I'm not going to be doing that. But in the long run, it helped me so much because especially when I left uni and there weren't jobs, presenter jobs straight away, I had to do like, you know, be a, a runner, be a film assistant. I had to do the research for shows. And then I was a very much do it yourself YouTube girl. I was setting up my own equipment. And, and like even now when I do voiceovers and all that kind of stuff, if I didn't know how to use Adobe, edit audio and all that kind of stuff, I probably wouldn't be able to be as accessible as I am now because I record a lot of the content that I make at home myself. I have the equipment. I already know what I'm doing. So that that training and skill in terms of like how equipment and like productions work was vital and crucial for where I am now. It was wise you would ultimately need to know what happens behind the camera before you jump in front of it. I mean, it depends. It really does depend. But I think because of the generation we're in now, content creation is the easiest, quickest way for you to get in. So if you have a microphone, if you have software, you can start whenever you want. And that's the thing I've said to many people, like, get a mic, like, just get a mic for your house start practicing you might feel a bit crazy but like find some scripts online and like you can try and do it yourself you can make your own demo and like you know again doing work experience in a radio station doing work experience on a tv set you get to understand what is expected of you what every job is because I think as well a lot of people don't know what roles are even available to them so sometimes you have to be on set just to see, oh, okay, there's a floor manager, a producer, assistant producer, um, the, the the researcher. Like some people don't realize that researchers can actually be the majority of how a show is made. They found out everything. So, <laughs> so, you know, you might think, oh, the person behind the camera, the person editing, the person presenting might be the main star. Nah, before you even get on set, there's probably been months of work done. So, you know, sometimes prepare yourself by being that researcher, being that editor, get get in the studios, get in the in the editing suites. You can learn a lot more. Do you remember your first interview? Oh, what interview with a, an in, artist? No, just in just anything. Life. Yeah. Uh, well, I I started at Linkup TV, so okay. that was a big part of my my journey. Um, so I remember the first day I was filming with Linkup TV, I interviewed Merkston, uh, Stutter, and Baby Blue, and wow. they were like killing it That's at the time. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that yeah. was proper, like you know, London grime and rap yeah. culture. So three of those in one day, I just had to prep, 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 get mm. there and be like, cool, bang them out, three in a mm. row. And it was great. It was great. It's such a great experience. Do you still have it to hand or access to it? It's all on YouTube. Oh, wow. Every single interview <laughs> I've done is on YouTube, no, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sure it was fun. <laughs> but it's, it's, there, funny, it's funny when you look at stuff 
you know, where you've come from. And at the time, you know, you were probably so excited and so proud of what you were doing. And I'm sure you still are, but you can, just looking back at, at these things sometimes, it's just like, wow, I've come such a long way, you know? Definitely. I mean, I really appreciate that I was a part of the UK music culture at a very early stage. So that is something I'm really proud of. Like I saw, you know, Crept and Conan before they blew. I saw Stormzy before he blew. I saw a lot of artists before they blew. So that is such a, a, a like, you know, testament to how how deep the culture goes. And like, you know, I, again, I wasn't even, not always at the very start, we were catching them while they were like bubbling and buzzing. Yeah. So that could have already been like their four years deep and mm. we got first interviews with them and that's the first time they were online and stuff. So it is really nice to know that we we played a big part in like creating or documenting rather yeah. UK rap, UK R&B, UK grime culture. People always see people on well, radio presenters on Instagram and social media and YouTube and it looks so glamorous, right? <laughs> Do you want to go through an actual day in the life or morning in the life if you're doing a morning show? Tell them the truth or let them know what you go through to be great. <laughs> so how I start a day, it depends what the day is. Every day is different for me um, because I'm a, a radio broadcaster, because I'm a TV broadcaster, live events host, voiceover artist. Every day could be a yeah. mixture of any of those. Um, but for example, let's just say, for example, last week was a good day. <laughs> um, okay, actually, no, let's, I'll, I'll give you different scenarios. So voiceovers, okay. usually they're at home. So okay. um, I'll get sent the script. I'll get sent uh, the visual that it's going to accompany. So if it's like, for example, I do a lot of, um, voiceovers for Dave, which is a comedy channel. I will watch the video. There'll be a guide read on the video. So I know exactly what kind of tone they want, but of course they'll give a description as well of how they want me to say it. Usually for me, if it's a promo Dave ad, bit cheeky, bit bubbly, but usually fast paced because it's usually yeah. in, in and out, like that's kind of thing. Yeah, quick. So you download that, set up your set up my mic, set up my Adobe Audition to record. Um, sometimes the the producer will accompany me online. So we'll either use um, Source Connect, which is a software where you can record, they can record from their end, but it's a bit dodgy. Um, <laughs> so I always record a backup. Yeah. And also they might be on Zoom. So we might have a little chat, a little discussion about it. And again, they can show me the visual on screen. And then they pretty much say, off you go. Now, because I record at home, I actually record under a duvet. <laughs> Industry <Okay>. standard duvet. Um, <laughs> I have found that a lot of soundproofing doesn't work for me. I okay. have literally done majority of my industry standard recordings under said duvet to the point where a production company actually asked what quality and what is it they call it um the type of duvet that you 
Oh my god! <laughs> they literally said, "No, what what duvet do you use? Because it's actually amazing." And I was like, "Oh, I just bought it from uh, Matt. Um, is it even Matt? No, I bought it from Wilco." And they were wow. like, "Oh, we need to know what duvet you got." I'm like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> but I have found like I've got I've got so many different like I've got this studio spares. I don't know if you can see if you've seen this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Studio yeah. spares foam foam cover for my mic. Honestly, it doesn't do as great a job as my duvet. So uh, you'll usually find me under my duvet recording. Um, I can usually do um, two, three page scripts in maybe five to 10 minutes, do two to three versions of that. And then that's usually how I get that done. Save it up, send it over. We transfer is, we transfer is my preferred uh, yeah. option. And yeah. that's a voiceover. Uh, on the alternative for radio don't need a duvet. I go into the studio. <laughs> uh, Capital Extra is, is based in Leicester Square. So I usually get there. I give about an hour before I go on air to prep. Uh, what I mean by prep is we usually have to do app links. Um, not all stations do this, but I'm pretty sure majority of the stations at Global, which is our company, do this. We have an app called Global Player, which means that you can listen to the show um, wherever you are on the app. But also it means you can skip songs. And so because you're skipping songs of live radio, we have to pre-meditate that they're going to need to listen to us still. So we encourage them to still listen to the songs, um, but we let them know you can skip if you want to hear something different. And we give them options. We give them extra like in, insight about the radio station, all that kind of stuff. So that is a very capital extra like secret behind the scenes thing that I've never know known about. what the um, global player was like I just I, I oh. thought global player was just the just another department in global that created certain content I didn't know there was an actual well, app or a player with it that you know yeah so it's a platform like Spotify like okay. Apple where you can listen to podcasts however for all of the stations, so that's Capital, Radio X, uh, Classic, LBC, Heart, Gold, they are all on the global player as well. And you okay. can listen to all of those stations whenever you want. Um, but specifically, because they want to give, you know, Capital Extra listeners choice, you can choose different songs to listen to. And so with the skip feature, we have to have links prepared so that they know they're still listening to Capital Extra and they're still listening to me. So you can kind of tell them, oh, you're listening to Capital Extra. You can catch me on the live side or you can carry on listening and pick whatever tunes you want. Okay. So um, that's a little fun thing. <laughs> so we always <laughs> have to prep for that every show. It's yeah. mandatory wow. that we do that. Um, and then on top of that, I'm looking for news, looking for what's going on. Because um, my show is on a Saturday afternoon, I keep it very like light and based around the music. So if I've got, you know, uh, the new Stormzy track on there, we're going to talk about, we're going to hype up this, the track, the yeah. album, going to hype up the music videos and give you content and news around Stormzy and what he's up to. Um, so yeah, we we usually just have fun. I don't have a producer for my show. Um, so it's literally just me in the studio having a party and chatting to people all over the world. <laughs> and um, you touched upon voiceover before. Was that something that you always wanted to try out or was it just a natural progression, you know, from what you already do? 
Um, voiceovers was very accidental for me. Um, I really wanted to be on air. And when I first did work experience at a local community radio station called Bang Radio in Northwest London, I was like begging them to be on air. They didn't have slots, didn't trust me. I was young. They were just like, please, whatever, just be an assistant for now. Um, but they did like the sound of my voice. So they asked me to do a few ads here and there for the station. And because it's community radio, it's just like a favor. But then it got to the point where they asked me to voice majority of the ads, majority of the intros, jingles. And I was like, (laughs) wait a minute. I am the voice of this station. And that's when I started realizing that voiceovers could be something I could do. Um, That progressed. I I then made it, got one of the editors to make me a showreel because I was like, this is something I can use. Um, and then funnily enough, again, the same thing happened, like again, very accidental. Started doing work experience at Global, at Capital FM, um, Choice FM, which is now Capital Extra. I was doing work experience there. Same thing happened again in the building. They were like, can we borrow your voice? Can we borrow you? Can we borrow you? Can we and then, borrow your voice? <laughs> yeah, it was literally, oh, Ramel, you wouldn't mind doing this for us. You wouldn't mind doing uh, this. Da, da, da. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then the station manager of Trace FM at the time sat me down and he was like, right, I'm going to be honest with you. Your voice is perfect. Yeah. We want to make you the voice of Trace FM. And I was like, what? Okay, cool. So he offered to pay me. Looking back, it was a disrespectful fee. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But hey, I had never been paid for my voice at the time. So I was very happy with it. Um, Full transparency, I was getting £200 a month. And I was recording probably, because I was there every day, Monday to Friday, I was recording probably three times a week. So if we all know the standard fees, I was being bumped. So, but again, I made a showreel, got the editor to make a showreel again. Boom, I have a a showreel for a, a like, you know, at the time it was just a London station, which was great. Um, it kept on happening. Same thing again. BBC One Extra. Um, when I left Capital, BBC One Extra asked me to do the same. A little better. They were paying me per per edit, but again, or per record, wasn't great. Um, I won't air out the because <laughs> that station still yeah. exists. Uh, at least Choice FM didn't exist. Doesn't exist anymore. Even yeah, though it's yeah. Capital Extra now, it's different now. Yeah. But um, fees are way better under Global. Yeah. But <laughs> but. Um, at that point, that's when I knew, draw the line. I am officially a voiceover artist. Three okay. stations under my belt. Um, I started putting my voice real out there. And a few years later, I joined Sue Terry Voices. Wow. And you're still with them, correct? Yep. Still with Sue Terry Voices. Daily, pretty much daily recordings at, at the minute. So good. it's great. It's great. That's good. So you're out here. I've, I've, I'm sure I've probably heard your voice actually on Dave, actually, now that you said it. Oh, do you watch Dave? Oh, then I'm I, all over I, No, that. I see the adverts. Um, okay, I yeah. don't watch it, but I see the adverts occasionally. So, yeah, I always, I have this fun little game I play. Every time I see an advert on YouTube or whatever, I try to recognise the voice. <laughs> it's just a voice I also thing. play that yeah. game. <laughs> I also play yeah. that game. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for, oh, you know, back to the radio stuff, if, there was anybody listening that wanted to start their journey or is in the middle of their journey what's one piece of advice that you would give them um i definitely highly recommend you listen to the radio um and i say that because 
you will recognize that certain stations have certain styles. So I, for example, started off my broadcasting career on community radio and pirate radio. Do what you want, say what you want. You know, you plan your show however you want. You'll realize when you get to national radio, for example, I was on One Extra for a while. Um, you have a producer that encourage you to like do links and a link is a, you know, the talking time segment. They encourage you to do links, three to five minutes, telling stories, feedback from the audience, you know, get them to call me, text me, da 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 As much as we do that at uh, Capital Extra, Capital Extra is a commercial station. Um, we focus on music, ads, and quick in and outs. So we're just keeping you company whilst you enjoy the music. Whereas sometimes BBC, more like, you know, relaxed radio stations, they can talk they can chill they can you know go with the flow they don't have ads they don't they're not rushing to get to a time uh so capital H is really fast paced so our links will probably be for me personally my most average link is probably like 30 seconds to a minute but more on the 30 second side so from one extra to capital extra i realized the difference in style you have to be quick you need to be short you need to get to the point um it's almost like I see it as like being a comedian. You need to know your punchline. Yeah. You need to know your out. You need to know your in. Like, you know, you can make it as funny as you want. You can make it as chilled as you want. I love this song. Like, it's passion. So I say, listen to the station you see yourself being on and adopt that style. Not copy people, because that's not what it is. But yeah. you will know that we all have a style. We all have a, 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 a way of delivering information on that station that you've chosen to listen to so listen to the stations as much as possible listen to broadcasters and hear the way they tell stories hear the way they go in and out because it's really important and um yeah i would say get as much experience in the radio studios as possible i'm not saying you have to jump on air straight away but get work experience wherever you can whether it's uh you know community radio uh, online radio there's so many stations now if you can get yourself in a big national radio station like at the bbc or global or something like that even better bauer kiss all those stations but any radio experience is a start so yeah get in there see how the studios work how the stations work and understand the culture of radio mm. yeah it's it's a scary place actually if you don't know any of that stuff because i way back when kind of looked into that side of things and it's kind of going back to what you said initially it's like there's so many jobs within yeah. radio and i was like okay this is too much for me let me <laughs> dip out for a bit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah if it's meant to be it will be but it's yeah it's definitely you have to research um as much as you can because the more you know the best that it puts you in especially when you know for example if you do get asked to do voiceovers and you know you're getting paid 200 pounds a month you'll be like wait a minute you know yeah like, yeah you know where you stand so yeah definitely yeah i i definitely agree with you just the the researching and just getting to grips with your sound and the station sound so yeah that's that's awesome thanks for that but um no worries yeah so we're, we're near the end so i've got some quick questions to ask you right okay so first one what's has been your favorite interview to date? Um, favorite interview to date is with Common, hip hop legend. Um, that was for a show I was on on Sky One called What's Up TV, and we were just chilling. We were just chatting about 
his career, music, films, and he was just so down to earth, so honest, and like he proper bigged me up. He was like, "Yeah, I really enjoyed this." And I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Love that." When 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 your interviewee loves your interview style and yeah. your conversation, it's such a compliment. So yeah, that was massive. Was he exactly the same as you imagined him to be? Yeah, I mean, he is like you know the sexy uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Like he he very he's very very charming. Yeah. So yeah. it was really genuinely like a pleasure to be in his presence because he was so mm. relaxed and cool. So yeah, defo. Awesome. Okay, what is the most interesting person you've interviewed? And what I mean by that is they they actually surprised you. You didn't expect to get that kind of either energy or story or vibe out of that said person. Um, I would say Trey Songs. This was years ago. Um, I was very conscious that, you know, he, at the time, and probably still now, he was like a pretty big sex symbol to a lot yeah. of women. And I was very conscious that I didn't want to have a sexy interview. Yeah. Um, and I just went in there with chat banter and I thought he could either take it one or two ways, but like, he was very, very on banter as well. And he wanted to yeah. have a laugh and he wanted to be like chilled. And because I was worried that he was just going to try and like sexualize everything. Um, yeah, yeah, not yeah. saying that like he's going to be attracted to me or anything like that or or vice versa. I weren't trying to be like, you know, seducing him in an interview. I just wanted to know like, <laughs> yo, what's life, yeah. what's life like for Trey Songs? And he was very open, yeah. which was really cool. And he, I feel like he gave us some nice little nuggets, which was at the time was huge for me. It was an online interview for Link Up TV. We didn't have big American celebs at the time. So that was great. That was really good. Yeah, I remember Trey Songsworth. I wonder what he's doing now. <laughs> 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 Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, this is really, you just throw me back. This, this whole talk is just like, wow, what's this person doing now? What's that yeah. person doing yeah. now? Whoa, wow. Um, okay. Who is your dream interview that you would like to interview that you haven't? Um, even after all the controversy this year, Will Smith, definitely top of my list. Um, I've always admired him as a actor uh, for what he's done in the TV world. Like, you know, Freshman's Well Air was such a huge, iconic part of my life and I think for a lot of young black people's lives like mm. to see such a beautiful family represented yeah. in such a good way um that was major for me and just how he transitioned from being a music artist to actor to personality I would love to know more and like yeah I genuinely was always like his biggest fan um still on the fence about how I feel about all the Chris <laughs> Rock situation but yeah. uh that'd be great to talk about <laughs> yeah 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 is he is he talking about that at the moment I think I like, think he apologized he for it. Yeah, he, yeah. he apologized for it, and he said he reached out to Chris Rock, and yeah. Chris Rock like declined. So I feel like that's still a to be continued kind of story. Yeah. But now he's focusing on like doing more films and work. Um, I don't know if his yeah. career is gonna like be revived the way it was, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I want to well, chat to him about it. The world has a short memory these days, so I'm yeah, sure we'll see. Yeah, also again, that. You know, yeah. Also that. But yeah, I'm sure it will happen and I look forward to to hearing it or seeing it. Um, ah, thank you. Have you got anything going on that you need to tell the world about? Yeah. That we should keep so, an eye out for? I have a podcast called The Mainstream. I also have, it's also part of a creative platform called The Mainstream as well. We're on 
Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn, and it's all about sharing, very similar to, to this podcast, uh, all about sharing insight into the creative industry. Uh, we've been doing a lot of events coverage recently, which is amazing, red carpets, interviews, and we seem to be thriving in this space of just, you know, getting access to places that, you know, a lot of people that want to get into the industry can now get get access to. So um, we're planning on doing loads of events next year. The podcast will be, be returning for season three. Uh, so please look out for that and follow at the Mainstream UK on all platforms. Awesome. Go check it out, people. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you, thank you for your presence on my screen. People can't see it, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. And um, yeah, good luck with everything. I'm sure I'll be bumping into you at some point anyway. So yeah, thank you and good luck with everything. Thank you. And I just want to say um, thank you for giving a pl- platform for voiceover artists. Again, as you've, as you've kind of heard, we don't always get to talk about this part of our careers and a lot of us are doing multiple jobs you know multiple streams of income are a thing but (laughs) i think it's really nice that you're putting a focus on voiceovers so thank you for that now what did i take away from today's conversation as with all professions remember it's a marathon not a sprint and it is a multifaceted industry with a lot of moving parts be patient Listen to the radio and know the different kinds of stations and presenters out there. Every station has a different style. Learn from others. And finally, community and online radio is a great place to learn the ropes and allows you to learn for fundamentals such as production, links, hosting, etc. Going back to the first point, remember it's a marathon, not a sprint. So starting with community and online radios will give you the perfect experience to build up to one day being on national radio. Thank you to Ramel for taking time out to speak with me today and everyone for listening. If you want to check out more on Ramel and all the great work she's doing, I'll put some links below along with my usual info and all that good stuff. Another adventure in the back. Remember to subscribe and spread the word. And I'll see you next time. Bye.